All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Press Any Button, a video game podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Eric. And we're your hosts. And today we're going to be talking about a game called Hatchful Boyfriend. It is a virtual novel slash dating simulator game where you play as a teenage girl accepted into a prestigious Pigeon High School. And you have the opportunity to date one of eight potential pigeon boyfriends. Brilliant. Are you ready to get into it? Yes. Also, Spoiler alert uh, for this game. If you want to play it, we probably will be talking about endings and critical plot points of the game. Yeah, so. and because it's a virtual novel, uh, ruining the story is essentially ruining the game. So because that's, you know, almost all there is to this game. Yeah, we'll try to do our best. But yeah, spoiler. All right. So you ready to hear the past of had a full boyfriend oh yeah and all the crazy shenanigans that happened along the way oh yeah let's so, snap into the history <laughs> nice uh so the story of had a full boyfriend starts in the year 2011 on april fool's day in japan wow. and it's not just april fool's day in japan it's april fool's day everywhere in the wow. world <laughs> man that was almost 10 years ago <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy yeah Okay, uh, so Hadamoa comes up with a brilliant idea for a joke. So she spends half a day making a game in Adobe Flash, which, in, which ends up being the first version of Hadaful Boyfriend. Wow. Half a day. She must really know Flash, like, pretty well. It would take me half a day to, like, learn, figure out how to do anything in Flash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took a Flash course in college, and um, that was my first C that I made in college. I was pretty sad about that. <laughs> And it wasn't like too hard, but you definitely have to work and learn how to use the program. It's not, you're not just going to like pick it up in one day and be a whiz. Unless you're like a prodigy or something, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So this first version of Had a Full Boyfriend that she made using Flash, posted for free on the internet, still on the same day, still on April Fool's Day. Word spread fast about the game and traffic was so great that it crashed the servers to the site where it was posted still all on that same day. So like basically she had an idea, she made a flash game and then it kind of blew up on the internet all within one day. Do you know if she had a following of any kind or if her site was already a little popular or if it was strictly just this low key website, a game came out and one person found it and then just told everybody. That is a great question. I'm not sure how popular she was, before this, uh, Hadamoa had no prior experience making games. She was most known for being the artist and writer for a French manga series called Farrakhana. And I'm not sure she might have had somewhat of a following from that. It was a, a, it was a manga series, but it was in French. It was from a, by a French publisher that mm -hmm. she was working with. Cool. She sounds like an interesting lady. Yeah. So this was her first name, you know, uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, Undertale, and that was Toby Fox's first non-fan game game. 
Oh, yeah. I'm making a game this week, and it's going to go viral. <laughs> it sounds super easy to do. So, yeah, I feel like we might be giving people the false impression that you can just make your first game and have it be super successful. <laughs> What? That's not something that's easy? I don't know. I mean, I, mean I, I guess technically I've never really made a full game before. Hmm. Have you made a game? No. <laughs> <laughs> I made a game to play with my brothers and sisters when we were little, <laughs> but no video games. You just got to turn it into a video game and post it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that would go. <laughs> Okay, so Haddo would spend the next seven months developing the game using the famous writer Game Engine. So she moved from Flash to this uh, kind of game engine uh, that's kind of more for making virtual novels. Haddo did most of the work for the game, including the code, story, and art. I will say a lot of like the music and art was just royalty-free sources. <laughs> hey, do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're making a, day, a game in half a day... You just find whatever resources you can, you know? You yeah, know? why not? Especially, I mean, she's just doing it as a joke, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. not like you're not going to put that much effort into a joke. But yeah, then she did develop the, uh, the kind of the joke out in the next seven months. So yeah, while she did most of the code, story, and art, uh, she did have help from her friend, a fellow artist named uh, Damarushi. And what did he do? Uh, she and... Uh, or was it a girl? Yeah, and she also helped with some of the art and story aspects, but kind of on a more minor note. Sweet. Yeah. That shows my sexism a little bit. I'm just automatically assuming <laughs> it's a guy, but I'm loving it. I'm loving that it's a girl. It's women. And, that, you know, that's kind of rare, but I want to see more of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely cool. I had no idea when I picked out this game any of this, too. Yeah, I feel like it also helps to have a friend who has a similar interest because, you know, I think of, like, Toby Fox doing Undertale. He had his... His friend there helping him with it, helping with some kind of more minor aspects of the game. Yeah, your sidekick. Yeah. Every main character has a sidekick, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So the first official release of How to Full Boyfriend was August 14th, 2011, which is, you know, a few months after the... Uh, yeah, so same year. The Flash demo. Later. Yeah, and then the, the final patch version of the game called... Had a full boyfriend, hurtful, complete edition was finished October 30th, 2011. Nice. Man, she seems like one of those people when she has a goal, <laughs> she's going to accomplish it and quick. That's really yeah, cool. I mean, uh, I don't know too many games who have like the development and first kind of like tech demo within half a day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Half a day. That's nuts. Yeah, it seems like it's pretty, pretty good. Good speed. I mean, it is a virtual novel, which is a little easier yeah it's to gotta code. be less difficult than making characters that actually like have movement and stuff but still it's a lot of work just to put into a joke <laughs> even i feel like well it started as a joke right but then yeah. it went viral so she was probably like "Ooh, i've got something here you know let's let's like develop this out yeah yeah uh 100%. so it probably wasn't a joke at that point it's like a real game yeah so reception of the game was mostly positive I had a hard time finding exactly how many copies of the game were sold at initial release, but today it's it looks like it's in the hundreds of thousands of range, which is, you know, pretty good considering a budget of like, I don't know what her budget was, but I mean, it was just her and some of her friends. So, I mean, yeah, probably pretty small. I mean, that's not a ton of people. That's yeah. not like Undertale or anything or Fall Guys or anything like that, but 
Yeah, and for same, something that started out as just a joke and then ends ends up with hundreds of thousands of people playing it, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and same with the music. The, the music was just royalty free sourced music too from English and Japanese websites. So there's an interview with her, and when asked why she thinks Had a Full Boyfriend had been so successful, she replied roughly that there was not a lot of competition in making digin, uh, pigeon dating simulators. <laughs> do you, do you, do you think? She's so smart. I love this lady. <laughs> I can't even think of one other game that has even a pigeon in it, really. So, <laughs> Does the world need more pigeon dating simulators? I think the world needs more pigeon games in general. You know, pigeon yeah. fighting games. Pigeon fashion games. Oh, pigeon combat would uh, be like Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. Pigeons. Sims, the pigeon world. You know, there we go. Nice, yeah. Just pigeon everything. I think I think we're on to something. <laughs> Super pigeon brothers. <laughs> nice. Fall pigeons. Tomb of the pigeon. No, wait, that wouldn't be right. <laughs> pigeon raider. There we go. <laughs> Okay, so support for games made using Famous Rider didn't extend into later operating systems past Windows XP and OS X 10.5. So the game itself kind of lost support. And so with that in mind, a company approached Shadow about making an HD remake in 2014. Do you want to guess the name of the company? Uh, We just talked about them last week. Devolver? No. Mediatonic? Mediatonic. Well... That both of the companies oh, is are it, is involved, it the same though. company? Mm. Okay. No, 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 no. They're not the same company. But I did see both names on the credits. Okay. Uh, oh, the opening credits. So uh, I think one might be the developing company and one's the publishing company or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think Devolver's the publishing company. Yeah, and Mediatonic is the uh, Develop. developer. I think so. Yeah. But I, I saw both of those on Fall Guys and both on had a full boyfriend in the opening credits. Yeah, so I, th- I just thought that was kind of interesting. So the the same company that made Fall Guys uh, developed Had a Full Boyfriend, the remake, the HD remake. Yeah, at first I thought maybe you did it on purpose. Maybe when you, we were doing research for Fall Guys, you saw this game because it was made by the same company. But it was random. No. That was just a coincidence, right? That it just happened to yeah. both be Mediatonic and both be Devolver. Yeah, total, uh, just totally, total coincidence. Kind of interesting. Uh, the 2014 remake was made for Windows, OS X, Linux, and then ported to PS4 and iOS later. So it's We're not off. on Xbox, even still. No, not, okay. not on Xbox, not on Switch. It could be ported to more things. And uh, it could be, you know, Mediatonic, I think a Fall Guy is coming out for PS4 and PC as well. I'm wondering if they're just now getting into learning how to get to the uh, Switch and Xbox and stuff like that. Yeah, that could be what's happening. Yeah, just a, just an idea, just a theory. So I also have ooh several fun facts. I love fun facts. Yeah. And these, Tidbits of information. Yeah, uh, and these are fun. While most of the pictures of birds were either photographed by Haddo or taken from royalty-free sources, one of them was Haddo's pet bird. Oh. I knew it. I knew either she <laughs> took those pictures. Actually, I thought she took all the pictures because they're not great pictures. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> oh. it, it looks like it's what 2011. Yeah, that, that. Yeah, they're in line with the quality of like a camera phone for back then. I think. Yeah. Which one is her pet? Uh, I'm. I was gonna let you guess. <gasps> which one? Which one do you think? Oh, is, is it? Um, 
uh is it oko-san yes oh my gosh you got it wow i'm I, kind of I, surprised. I, I picked him because he says coo a lot and yeah. i figured maybe she just is like pretending this is what her bird would say if it was real or something. <laughs> it could be yeah also if you look at the picture there is no boy picture associated with it it's an actual another bird oh picture. that makes sense yeah so in the game you can choose at the beginning if you want to see the human version of the bird that you just met yeah so so maybe you can imagine them for the rest of the game having that yeah. kind of like that human boy man male face so for okasan he doesn't have one in yeah, the game right yeah he's just uh, uh, yeah just a bird picture i should have noticed that i did not even <laughs> notice that yeah that's an easter egg man yeah that's a fun fact it's yeah. very fun very fun <laughs> okay fun fact number two uh the word hataful in japanese is a pun off the words hatafuro which means hurtful and hato, which means pigeon or dove. Oh, so hurtful pigeon slash dove boyfriend is what the game translates uh, to. Yeah, heartful. Oh, heartful, not hurtful. Well, it's interesting because uh, heartful or hurtful and heartful have the same pronunciation in Japanese. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's like, and that's what like the hurtful thing comes mm. from. So yeah. Kinda. So it's like a dual meaning. Meaning it could be good boyfriend or bad boyfriend. Yeah, it could be heartful or hurtful. Yeah, loving or not loving. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, the the pun didn't really translate very well to English. No. If you were trying to make a bird pun for the name of the game, what would you uh, what would you choose? Uh, passion pigeons. <laughs> I have a couple. Dovely boyfriend, like lovely and dove. Oh. You know? Uh, Dovely boyfriend. <laughs> okay, okay. Cocky boyfriend. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, fun fact number three. The official English translation of the game was based off of fans' translation, who goes by Nazarene. Uh, Hado contacted the fan and worked with them uh, for the official translation, hmm. which I thought was cool. So, yeah. just some, some random fan on the internet translated it, and that ended up becoming worked into the official translation. That's pretty cool. Although I did notice a few parts of the translation that I don't think they got totally correct. <laughs> Just a couple of, you know, or a couple of words missing or a couple of things are just a little off. But, I mean, nothing where you can understand what they are going for. Yeah. Okay. And final fun fact, fun fact number four. <gasps> no, not the final one. Uh, Hadamoa did the official translation of Undertale into Japanese. Oh, Okay, so is she friends with Toby? <laughs> or how know. did she get that translation job, I wonder? That is a great question that I'll leave for another episode because I have no idea. <laughs> well, you said she was a writer and stuff, so maybe she just got as like a normal job and it just is kind of like a coincidence that it happens to be <laughs> another game that we talked about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That is a good question, how she ended up doing the official translation of Undertale into Japanese. But I just thought that was an f- interesting, interesting fact. I like to think they became friends because they're both noob first-time game designers that had uh, their games be pretty successful. So maybe they became friends. Yeah, it's like, it's like hitting your home run in the first pitch you ever saw at bat. <laughs> yeah, but Undertale is not that different from this game. 
you know like the gameplay is a lot different but it's still you know there's a lot of story and a lot of reading and stuff like that yeah, a lot there, of writing there, that had a to lot, go into the game yeah there's a lot of writing that that went into it but yeah that's pretty cool yeah i thought that was fun and that's pretty much the whole past section i got awesome so what are some of your favorite things about this game eric uh, so I really like the concept of dating pigeons. I like the idea of the weird setting that you are a human girl at a pigeon high school. Um, Eric, is there something that you need to tell me? <laughs> are you like secretly into pigeons or something? No, I just, I feel like it's creative. I haven't played a game <laughs> where, you know, your inner species dating I'm just kidding. Yeah, I like I like the concept too. It's really silly, and and knowing that she did it on April Fool's Day as a joke, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. it is just so like out there. Yeah. But I mean, what are you playing a game for if you're not playing it to escape and do something different? You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, what about you? What What did you like about it? So yeah, I like all the different. The endings and the possible stories, like lines that you can play through, how, you know, with eight different possible pigeon boyfriends, that's a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. And I did like some of the twists at the end, like the boy in the library, you find out that he's actually a ghost. <gasps> oh, creepy. Yeah. And that he had, he had uh, committed suicide. <gasps> what? Yeah, it gets, some of the oh my some, gosh, some of it gets pretty dark because um, of bullying. Yeah, that is really sad. I it, didn't know, didn't didn't find that one out in my gameplay. <laughs> Any of the gameplays? Though. Yeah, that's not even the darkest one though. The darkest oh, one, no. the creepy doctor. Yeah, I do not recommend trying to date the doctor. Well, he immediately tries to give you drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that should be. Uh, the first warning sign. Right the warning there. sign that he cares about you. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, so. Um, what happens with him? So he ends up murdering uh, <gasps> Yuya. He, he kills Yuya. He, well, well, Yuya disappears, so you don't know the doctor killed Yuya. So Yuya disappears. On Christmas, uh, the doctor sends you a, uh, a roast bird, and it, you'll find out later that you actually ate Yuya. <laughs> Oh no! And then, uh, and then the doctor kills you. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, it gets super That's dark. That's like, oh, that reminds me of the episode of South Park where Cartman. Yeah, that's immediately makes his what I thought of. I'm like, oh eat his man, his own parents and the chili. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> Dang, poor. Yeah, so some of the endings are super light, and then poor you, I, yeah. I, I happen to get two like really okay, dark endings. Tell me. Tell me one of the good endings. Uh, well, Sanoko or Okusan or whatever. Uh, you know, he was, he was that was a pretty good ending. I didn't play through Where we it. ran off together? Yeah, we just ran off ran together. Ran off in, in love. Of, in search of the uh, great pudding. Yeah. Yeah, we played that together. We played um, this through together the other night, and yeah. that was our our goal was to make Okusan fall in love with us. And yeah. he did, and we ran away together at the end. So, well, yeah, that was pretty good. Well, I wanted to switch to Angel because he seems so mysterious, but then he we accidentally got him killed somehow, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Uh, the, the ending for mine was pretty good. I uh, made Sakuya fall in love with me, and at the end he came to me for advice for what to do about his family. And, yeah, we ended up together at the end, I think. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, I don't... Because it ends with him saying, okay, I'm going to go talk to my father, but I'll be back to you no matter what. And then the game ends. So I'm assuming he came back to me. Yeah. You see, with uh, the doctor, I don't know if I just... Maybe if I had said the right things, maybe you would have liked me more and not murdered me at the end. Uh, I don't know if I got, like... Because I think, you know, you can get, like, a good ending or a bad ending with the bird. I think. I think that's right. Uh, maybe I got the bad ending or something with that. I would definitely say that's the bad ending. <laughs> or maybe it's If you get murdered, that's uh, pretty bad. Well, I don't know if it's a bad and a good ending, but I know you cannot... You, you don't necessarily get, like, the good outcome or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder if maybe I just didn't try hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if I was smarter. Um, hmm, yeah, maybe if you went to math class a little bit more <laughs> instead of gym or music. So do you have any um, any more pros? Yeah, I really like all the different boyfriend characters. <laughs> some of them are questionable. <laughs> I, I'm a little bit curious if there's maybe some cultural differences or something, or maybe she's just like, whatever you can date the professor you can date the school <laughs> doctor you can date <laughs> i don't know maybe all these maybe like, kind of people that you normally wouldn't date or it would be bad here you know if you dated your teacher <laughs> i mean i tried to date the doctor and the doctor killed me so i mean i didn't really end up with the doctor i don't know if you could really end up with the teacher i think you could try to date the teacher but i don't know if it's gonna be like a good ending <laughs> yeah that's true but I did like all the different boyfriend characters. Yeah. They're funny. <laughs> yeah. I did like the sleepy professor. He kept falling asleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I liked it. It's not too long. You could play this through one day for sure, I think. Yeah. Um, not. E- I wouldn't even say... I don't know. How long do you think it took? Maybe two, three hours to play through? Yeah. Yeah, that's the about story. right. Yeah. And, and then once you play through once, there's a button that you can press at I think it's triangle where it'll speed through the parts that you've read already. So if you just want to play through just to see like what the other endings are, what the other stories are, you don't necessarily have to reread all that information in real time. They'll like speed it up for you. Yeah. uh, I like that aspect too. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have liked too much longer on this game. It is very short, but yeah, I I can kind of see that as a pro work on. For me, yeah, I like the funny dialogue. The uh, the story paths had some pretty good twists in them. Yeah, I, f- I feel like the writing was pretty good. Yeah, there's definitely some good plot twists. <laughs> Man, I kind of wish I would have gone after the doctor now. That sounds sounds like a pretty, I don't know, kind of creepy Yeah, I mean, story. he kept saying creepy stuff the whole time I was trying to date him, <laughs> date him. So, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, well, they, they had the disappearing student. I'm like, oh, this is going to be just some silly misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And then you find out like, oh, wow, that went way darker than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything um, that you didn't like about the game? Yeah, my cons were it's a virtual novel. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. For me, I personally have a hard time getting ex- really excited about playing a virtual novel. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, although I do like the uh, the Phoenix Wright series, which I guess you could argue is also a virtual novel. But mm-hmm. I, to me, it's just, it could be more gamey. A little more balanced with more, yeah. maybe add some puzzles yeah. or like I would say, some kind of adventure. Or I, w- I would say like. maybe if there was more of a game aspect to the dating simulator part, it would probably be better. I'm not sure how you'd make it more of a game. Maybe you could add more options as far as like what you can do and uh, different ways you can 
uh, get these boys to like you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I had that as a con-ish, too. Um, if you're, like, one of those people who likes games but it's very action-packed and you just want to, like, go balls to the wall, have fun, run around, solve puzzles, <laughs> shoot people, all that kind of thing, you know, this is probably not the game for you. Yeah. But, on the other hand, if you're trying to learn, if you're learning another language, I will say at the beginning you can pick through, well, like, eight or nine different languages that it's in so if you're working on reading in a different language or something this could be a good game to practice reading in a different language because the the reading level is not very high yeah so it's pretty, words are, pretty good the words are pretty simple so i would say that could be a good tool for you if you're like you know doing duolingo or something yeah and, and then, and then you'll know all yeah. the the words for dating all the boys in the language yeah you're going you'll to. for sure know how to say <laughs> pigeon in that language yeah another another con that i have is the (laughs) the graphics you know like you said you know she used mostly free stock images or took them herself yeah in 2011 it's not it's not like professional photography done you know it's not clear a lot of the images are kind of blurry um, the artwork part is really good. It's just once the pictures of the birds pop up, it's like, Ooh, <laughs> that doesn't quite match. That doesn't quite match. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a little rough, but keep in mind, those pictures are still the ones like from that half a day. You know, like uh, I think there are some characters that came in later that she had more time to develop out. But those initial I think those initial images are still the the ones from the original half day. You know, she makes the project in half a day. Uh, Yeah. So knowing that um, she did make the initial game in half a day, that kind of lets you understand some things about the game a little bit more of why those pictures of the birds were blurry and you know, <laughs> yeah, stuff like definitely. that. It kind of, you kind of get a better understanding. Oh, okay. Okay. Like I, I get that she, this is a joke at first and then, you know, she was just trying to get it done. Yeah. Uh, I will say I noticed that I did kind of enjoy it more when we read it out loud together and we both kind of like pick characters and stuff. And I, and you liked all my different accents and uh, yeah. the accents, characters the that I made up for each boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like reading it out loud can help with the uh, can help a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I will say even though you know I do improv and stuff, and so I'm pretty used to coming up with different voices and different accents and different kind of characters for people. Coming up with eight different voices <laughs> for eight different boyfriends, and then remembering which was which, <laughs> man. That that really worked in my brain. (laughs) That was fun, though. It was fun. (laughs) So, moving on to strategy. I would say my main strategy for this game was once I picked who I wanted to woo over and court. You know, I just tried to pick them for as many things as I could and spend as much time with them and kind of, like, learn what they wanted. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like there's enough time to go after all of them. So you do have to pick like, okay, I'm definitely going to go after, you know, the professor this playthrough or, you know, the the childhood friend or the the boy in the library or, you know, Mm -hmm. the aristocrat or the aristocrat or the aristocrat. (laughs) Hey, that's who I went after. And he he turned out to not be a brat after you got to know him, you know, his layers. Or you could go after his hotter, more popular older brother. Psh. 
<laughs> the one that let himself get murdered. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could have a playthrough where he doesn't get murdered, though. Yeah. <laughs> so your starting stats were uh, intelligence, vitality, and charisma. You have one intelligence, 800 vitality, and five charisma. It's not balanced. <laughs> I feel like that's not balanced. Not balanced at all. I feel like this might be in relation to the birds, maybe. Like, okay, so your character is not very intelligent compared to the birds, but, you know, they're super athletic They can because you can go and, like, pick up heavy objects as, as opposed to a bird who can't, who doesn't yeah. have opposable thumbs or anything. Very true. And then charisma was also very low. So I'm like, yeah, birds are pretty charismatic. You know, they can sing. That's true. They can sing. They can fly. Yeah. So, yeah. So depending on the boy, you kind of had to guess what stat they might be more interested in. Like uh, Okusan was the uh, athlete. You'd be like, okay, maybe I need to like work on going to the gym. Of course, you increase your gym points and you go from 800 to 805. You're like, okay, does that, does that really make much of a difference? <laughs> true. Even if you went to all the gym classes, it would still <laughs> only be up to like, 820 <laughs> and then the teacher is disappointed when you fail his test <laughs> yeah but hey i like went to math class twice like every time after i found out i failed a class i was like okay let me go to math class and try to get more intelligence but i still ended up failing the test every time so i don't know if you can technically ever like pass the test yeah you can I've, I've definitely passed it dang test. yeah you just Did have... you go to math class like every single time there was an elective? No, but I went through it quite a bit because, you know, I don't like the imbalance of the stats. So I'm like, okay, I need to start like trying to get intelligence up there. Well, there's no way you're going <laughs> to get No, I, I know, but I'm like, just my initial brain goes like, okay, you need to balance these stats out more. You need to get intelligence higher. Yeah. And I never played like a dating simulator game before. But, like, the similarities in the game and real-life dating, you know, there's a, it's not too different. <laughs> really? You thought this was a pretty accurate depiction of dating? Well, and the fact that, okay, once you pick who you're going to go after, you try to spend time with them. You try to figure out what they like. You try, you try to, to get them the gifts that they'll make them happy and do the things that'll make them happy. You know, yeah, that's, that's not true. too different from dating in real life. Yeah, you know, you try to chameleon yourself into what they like. <laughs> No, but you try to woo them over <laughs> with your true. charm. Yeah, that's a good point. And then, uh, so you had your stats, and then you had pretty much just picking the right answer in the dialogue, which was you'd usually get two choices, one of them being the right answer, one of them being the wrong answer. Yeah, but they give you a little bit of leeway, because even if you get one wrong, the boyfriend bird doesn't totally give up on you right away. You yeah. still have a chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think so. At least uh, I think we got the good endings for all these. I think we did. Yeah. I'm considering them, at least the two games that I played through, no one died. So mine are, <laughs> mine are good endings. <laughs> uh, so you went after uh, the Aristocrat guy and what was the other guy? Well, my backup guy was Ryota. Uh, my childhood best friend, you know? Yeah. So I wanted to make it to where if um, the aristocrat bird ended up not liking me, then maybe I could go for my, <laughs> my best friend, you know? So you just you just have a guy on the hook that, you know, yeah. you like fall back, back on. Yeah, back burner guy. I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't have a back burner guy. I just go So after. Yeah, so at, at first I tried to kind of split 
my choices between the two. Yeah. But then I decided I was really going to try to like go for it hardcore. Yeah. And the game kind of one. The uh, game kind of crap bird. The game kind of recognizes what bird you're going after too. And you end up more in more situations with that bird. Yeah. By the time it's like the bean day or whatever. Yeah, bean holiday. Which means it kind of sounds like Valentine's Day, but for birds, you just buy beans and give it to the bird you like. Yeah. By the time that comes around, once you purchase whatever kind of bean you want to buy the next scene, it automatically takes you to giving it to whatever bird it thinks you're going for. Yeah. It doesn't give you a choice. So I think by that point, it's like, ah, we got it. We know who you're going after. (laughs) We know who you like. Yeah. (laughs) We see what you're doing. And I was like, okay, yeah, you picked right. This is who I was going for. So sweet. (laughs) But yeah, so that's, that's the strategy. Any, uh, anything else to add? Mm, No. That's about all no. you can do. Yeah, there's not a ton of strategy that you could have. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to find out what's happening in the future? Yeah. Or what has already happened in the future e- rel- relative to the game? Relative to the game. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like, what happened after this game came out? So after the game came out in October, they made uh, she made a sequel in December 29th, 2011 still 2011 called had a full boyfriend uh holiday star i wonder uh, if she made the made it in half a day again <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume she took took her time well it couldn't have been that she might have already been working on it i don't know but then that game got remade in 2015 i think it was the same company who did that just like the hd version of it or yeah. whatever yeah and i think that was more episodic based than one story that kind of branches out okay Hado Moa has continued to work with Mediatonic. In March of 2020, Mediatonic released a virtual novel-style game called Murder by Numbers uh, that featured art and character designs by Hado. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, so she's still doing work for video, uh, artwork for video games, which is nice. Yeah. And she's still working with Mediatonic. Yeah, I bet designing the Hado Full Boyfriend game probably opened up the door for her to work on a lot of other video game video games from what it sounds like she's done translating she's done artwork and stories for other games so that's pretty cool yeah it seems like she's uh doing a bunch of stuff when it comes to video games and so in uh 2018 hadamoa announced a third installment called had a full boyfriend mirror which takes place in an alternative universe where you date yourself. Yeah. I think it has like the same, (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I think it has like the same characters, but like in an alternative like timeline or setting or something like that. Interesting. So instead of being at a high school, maybe you're on a set for a movie or (laughs) (laughs) working in a restaurant. I don't know. We'll see. uh, We'll see how, what comes of it. That was in 2018. 2018. I wonder if it's still going to come out. Yeah, Yeah. I need to, Go and check on that and see uh, what the status is. You know, it's not that uncommon for games to get delayed or canceled yeah. or And it looked like she, she had some other projects, so maybe it just got delayed. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I, I want to see her keep making these because <laughs> now it's a series. There just needs to keep being more and more of them. So. <laughs> yeah. Are you curious if I completed my challenge? Uh, well, I think we already talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so how how do you do, Nikki? <laughs> I you? mean, obviously, if you're listening to the you know all the podcasts before this, you know that I did 
make a boyfriend fall in love with me and i did get a happy ending so good job yay <laughs> i did it and i don't have to rap yet <laughs> one, one day i thought that challenge was surely throw you for a loop but i guess you're better at pigeon dating than i thought yeah don't underestimate my ability to make birds fall in love with me Eric. okay <laughs> or right. anyone really i'm very charming you are you are very charming <laughs> So what's the um, what's the next what's the new game? I'm excited. Oh, yeah, Eric. I'm excited. Are you ready for the next game? Yes. And you, you know how I like to always give you a hint because I want to give you a chance to guess. Yes. I mean I don't think that you'll guess this one, but we'll see. I'll try anyway. All right. So hint number one. Okay. This is a game that I picked inspired by our friend Mallory. Okay. This is a game that I've told you that she likes to play, and so. I picked it because of her. Hint two. It is also a book series. Um, Harry Potter games. No. Hint three. It's a, a mystery game. Is it the Nancy Drew series? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. So I, I, don't, I still don't know what the game is. You though. don't, but it is the Nancy Drew series, which there's like 30 of these games, so I wouldn't expect you to actually pick the like specific game that i'm gonna choose there are 30 games there's like 30 (laughs) seriously like 30 different stories that you can play through wow yeah so the one that i'm picking is called the captive curse and uh, it's the 24th game in the series and it takes place in a castle and that's all i want to tell you so wow yeah uh is it like a virtual novel no, it's a, I don't know what you call it, like a mystery game. Like, like an a, adventure? It has puzzles and oh, stuff puzzle, like yeah. that. Oh, puzzle, yeah. Okay, yeah. And it's a PC game. So I've never played a PC game before. So I thought it'd be cool to like pick one that wasn't on a console. Cool. Yeah, hopefully it's fun. I think it'll be cool. It'll cool. Be, so, be something different for me and, and you too. Well, you've never played the games, have you? No. Awesome. No. And your challenge for this game is going to be to figure out which creature has been terrorizing the community. Oh. Okay. Vampire. <laughs> Werewolf. Werewolf. Uh, troll. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have infinite guesses? <laughs> well, um, if you're guessing, I'm going to take that as the <laughs> hint that you did not figure it out. <laughs> and uh, I think once I play it through and figure it out, gonna be pretty obvious if you did or not (laughs) (laughs) all right so i think that's it right yeah until next time all right bye bye And hey, if you like the podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends, leave a review, and uh, strike up a conversation with us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Uh, We also have a Twitch. So again, thanks for your listens, and we'll see you next time.